Welcome to Feel Feelings with Danny and George, the show that talks about feelings and the things that make you feel them. Oh, do you see something in the background that might pique your interest? Um, let me look on the big computer. Yeah. Oh, look! Look at that right over there. Huh? We're starting here. That's so cool. <laughs> I uh, I got I got a frame for your art. <laughs> it looks so good. It does. It like looks the good other ones there. I made are just uh, up here, draping further and further <laughs> as they, because uh, they're attached to a thing at the top of it, so they're falling slowly <laughs> out the top of it. <laughs> do yourself a favor, because I do this all the time. It's become almost an obsession, if not a a extended hobby. Get it was, just give your information to Michaels, uh, and they will just send you coupons for like thirty percent off this week, forty percent off this week. And every time I get one of those, I just go buy another frame for things I want framed. <laughs> I'm so happy. That's so cool. I put you there. I put you. I can't. Uh, all the anyway hello everybody it's it's george and dan and we're feel feelings and and we're doing a thing where we're talking about stuff that you can't see but uh if you look at my instagram all of my construction paper art is uh spotlit there somewhere so you can see it there yeah it's the tree one (laughs) i have a special one that i commented uh on then and then when he stayed at my house over the summer it was given to me as a gift in lieu of payment and i could not appreciate it more (laughs) um yeah, but you're, uh, this wall is tough because anytime you see anything hung up on the wall, it's either hanging by a thread or in a stud because this is all 70s paneling behind me. So there's nothing behind it to hold it in place. Yeah. So yours is sort of leaned up against another poster, but you're in good company. You have the Sean Nelms album recording poster. You what have, a uh, <laughs> it's a great poster. I, I was really so lobbying weird. it. I was really lobbying for it to be hung in the bathroom and Casey strongly vetoed it. Um, And then right next to your art is my, I don't know why. This is one of those things where I was like, I guess I have five extra dollars. That little one there? Yeah, it's uh, it's my framed VIP pass for Incubus. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. I mean, you got good content out of that one. So I'm never, I'm never going to get, you know, anything else like that from from where i work however uh i i i I will speak on this um because it's been confirmed that it is not what i believe it is before we go too far Uh, it is just the two of us today we're back on a playlist episode yeah we're gonna talk music when are they gonna introduce the person not there's not and also person. you and also you read the description you losers <laughs> i like to think that we have fans that on monday they're just like play <laughs> <laughs> alexa play feel feelings <laughs> didn't we run into an issue last time yeah that happened uh, that? <laughs> back in episode 100 something went terribly wrong i'm not totally wrong. sure that happens uh so i can't i can't speak on it officially but so this is all speculation and Specula- conjecture. <laughs> Speculative fiction. <laughs> I got a very interesting email from one of the uh, companies I work for that needed me to send out bass equipment for um, the bass player of Justin Timberlake's band. Oh. Um, and I don't think it's for Justin Timberlake's band. I think it's for Justin Timberlake's original band. Oh, you think? <laughs> Uh, I've been told that that is not the case, but you can't convince me otherwise. <laughs> so wait, there's like more Justin Timberlake coming, not just the reunion. 
I see. I don't. So the rumor mill around uh, my industry is that there will be a Justin Timberlake tour, uh, and it would just be him on an album, or like uh, just. I think. I I think he's just like fuck it. I got I got stuff to do. He's like I'm gonna say that the troll songs are mine now. But we're going here. We go. This is what we're doing. I posted a thing, um, and no Justin Timberlake songs are up as like widgets on Instagram. Um, so I guess he's just like doesn't approve them, but all the trolls songs that he's featured on are. Oh, he's um, he said in interviews that he's like, those aren't those aren't my songs. Like <laughs> I was an actor in a movie where I was paid to sing. Like those aren't yeah. my songs. Um so uh he does so the n- none of his like, you know, I think there's like one remix off of uh Love Magic, Danger, Sex, whatever. Uh I'm combining a Red Hot Chili Peppers record and his record together in that one. Um but uh, the rumor mill is that there will be a homage to uh, the 90s and 2000s for this year's Super Bowl halftime show. And it will feature a reunion of NSYNC and Destiny's Child. But not Janet Jackson. But not Janet Jackson. It would be it would be a big deal because he would be allowed back. Well, he he's did come the, back. He, he did, did the, the other Super one, Bowl. solo one. Yeah. Um, but like, this is this is tentative. So they think they might try to pull that move. I mean, the, the hip hop one went great. Yeah. So the hip hop I mean, one, I think that's what they're going to try to do now. Is like they're themed instead of singular artists. So it'll be like, oh, okay, so the thing is in L.A. All right, we'll do L.A. hip hop and rap. Well, speaking of LA hip hop and rap, we're doing dog songs. So dog uh, songs. why don't we start <laughs> with uh, you know <laughs> some LA hip hop and rap? Um, we can uh, we can kick it off with some Snoop Dogg and uh, you know add some extra to it with uh, the next episode. So we got a whole uh, thing going there. <laughs> JC, my nigga, turn that shit up. CPT, LBC, yeah, we hooking back up. And when they bang this in the club, baby, you got to get up. Bug niggas, drug dealers, yeah, they giving it up. Low life, yo life, boy, we living it up. Taking chances while we dancing in the party for sure. All right, we get it. Everybody knows that song. It's a great tune. You know the thing I learned about that sample not too long ago? The bam, bam, bam sample? It's from a song called The Edge by Robert McCallum, or not by Robert McCallum, by David McCallum who is like second lead. The reason I was saying Robert, he's the second lead on the man from uncle. So it's like huh. on, on the cast list, it's Robert Vaughn and then David McCallum. <laughs> and like, he's a notable actor. He's been in a bunch of stuff, but he's Not probably Army made Hammer? more money off of this sample than from any acting he's ever done. Oh yeah. hundred percent. That's, and that's all I want. All right. I want is for a sample to be used in one of my songs, like I or or anything. Just reference my comedy, and then give me, uh, because wasn't that like that uh, like uh, Kanye West song where like it was a person doing stand up up top of it? Um, it was Ray Davis. I want to say it was, who is a. Very, very funny comic. At least I thought so at the time. I'm not sure what, what he's done in the years since, but. Yeah. 
it yeah, happens. he was he was very funny. We started off with a bit where he was, uh, I think, kind of, like kind of intentionally doing a Bernie Mac impression, but because Bernie Mac had already died at that point. So it's a shoes to fill. Yeah, that was a show that my sister got very very into. She like binged the Bernie Mac show for a year and a half, I think. Uh, all right. Well, who's going next? Is it me or is it you? Well, I'll claim that one because I just kind of forced the transition into it. So it's a good transition. It is up to um, you to to follow Snoop Dogg. Okay, Snoop, Snoop Dogg, Dogg, Dr. Dre, L.A. Hip Hop. Next yeah, episode, cool samples. You got a lot dogs. to a lot, of, a lot to go on here, and you can always yeah. fall back on dog because it's dog. a dog playlist. Did we say that we're doing dog songs? We're doing dog songs because you have a dog. My life is dog, dog now. Your life is dog. <laughs> Um, let me check on something. Oh, you know what I want to do? All right. I, I don't know the, the connection, um, like specifically, but it's within the world of hip hop and I'm sure they've mingled, uh, Snoop Dogg. I'm sure they've to, met. I'm sure they've <laughs> met, uh, Snoop Dogg to, uh, Master P to Lil Bow Wow to let's do the hit song, uh, Wait, wait, where is it? What is it called? The little bow wow. You just don't know. The way you move so fast across the globe. What song is that? I want that one, Dan. Take you home. There you go. It's not even on his list. The bow wow take you home is what we're going with. Is this debut? This is 2001. This is super early bow wow. Is it? It's still Lil at this point. But yeah, there are uh, more than a handful of connections from Bow Wow. I can't hear you. Dog. Bow Wow is too loud in my ears, Dan. Oh. How about that? Better. <laughs> All right. Yeah, there are, there are more than a handful of connections from Bow Wow to Snoop Dogg. <laughs> yeah. Like, I went Master P to Bow Wow. Like, there's a song... It's Bow Wow. It's called Bow Wow. That is Bow Wow Wow Yippee Yo Yippee Yeah yeah, Bow Wow. Well yeah, there's that also. Mm -hmm. It is that's a Snoop Dogg song. But there is a song called Bow Wow with Bow Wow featuring Snoop Dogg. This song is also produced by the Neptunes. So the Neptunes connect you to everybody in hip hop. I mean Specifically, yeah. massive hit, uh, Drop It Like It's Hot, is a one-to-one, -one Neptunes to Neptunes. But we can't go back. We're only moving forward. So, Dan, let me ask you, now that I've punched you in the face with nostalgia. I mean, we're, we're back in 2001. That's even when I was aware of, like, pop, hip-hop. Like, that, that was in my wheelhouse still in 2001. I remember the video. Hmm. I was raised on television. Now I'm stuck trying to come up with a good connection because I'm trying to avoid like yeah, yeah Dan, just, that's the game. <laughs> I'm just I'm trying to avoid like doing just dog connection. I'm I'm trying okay. to avoid that. So I'm trying to come up with another way in here i guess we should we should decide now before we go too far does the song have to connect to the previous song or just be a dog song 
for this because so far we're we're on track for both yeah i think we can do either i think both rules can apply okay because once you limit the amount like if you limit it to something then all of a sudden halfway through the playlist we're going to be like oh i don't know how we got to i believe in a thing called love by the darkness <laughs> it always happens uh, it always happens but like you know that leaving the rules a little bit looser kind of lets you get away with more well i okay yeah i'm gonna do it so i know the connection that that i can go with here and it seems like i'm just going dog song so i'm gonna go with fireball pitbull pitbull but the direct connection between Bow Wow and Pitbull is that when Bow Wow took third on the third season of The Masked Singer, uh-huh. he did this song. Good. Fireball. If my memory serves correctly, when I would uh, when I would hang out with the Ultimate Frisbee team, this was on there. We need to get drunk as quickly as possible. Playlist. <laughs> I mean, Fireball does get you there. It's it's a great song. Like there was that one. There was Doses and Mimosas, and there was another one. And they would just play those three. And by the end of that ten minute break, yeah. they would all be belligerently drunk. <laughs> Doses and Mimosas doesn't do it for me. <laughs> That's interesting because uh, the my friend that was on the Ultimate Frisbee team, I feel like you two would have a good conversation together. Um, okay. Uh, for a it. while, for a while, you two looked very similar, and really? then you and then you aged. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I have done that, <laughs> and people don't can't see, but the way the fade is working on Dan's hair currently, at least from this angle, does give him a little like salt and pepper Dr. Reed Richards look. Uh, it's working; it works for him. Oh, it looks great in person. Yeah. <laughs> it- it, it gets me lots of compliments, which I never thought my gray hair would do when I started getting it at 25. <laughs> you look great. Hey, listen, listen, at least all your hair didn't fuck off at 25. Okay, let's not talk about your hair problems. Yeah, <laughs> <This true>. is... <laughs> I guess I should be very happy about that. <laughs> I'll kill you. Um, all right. Uh, Pitbull, fireball. Ooh, okay. How can I do this? Because I like where we're going, but I also this doesn't this doesn't feel like an us playlist right now. This feels very much like we're regimenting rules against ourselves playlist. So I mean, how do we the songs the I gap? picked are very much on my radar. There's not mm-hmm. like a they wouldn't have come up had the opportunity presented itself. Because I love Fireball, like legitimately, non ironically, love Fireball. I think it's a super fun song. But yes, you're right. There's there's not exactly uh, a feel feelings representation so far. Yeah, we, and we've, I'm wondering we've done if hip-hop we should heavy playlists, but yeah. mostly when Silas is here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I I wonder if it's do I do what everyone listening is screaming at us right now, or do I do something that puts us on a different path musically? Um, and I mm. think, I think I'm going to make you 
get us right on the path. Because okay. So you're, you're going to put the I, task in my lap here. Yeah, I worry that we won't get back here if I do that. And that's a problem. Okay. Uh, because no playlist about dogs will be complete uh, with the seminal reggae group of the 1990s and 2000s, uh, the Baja <sighs> Men, <laughs> with Who Let the Dogs Out. I EPIO. did ask a few people... <laughs> and they were like, I don't know, who let the dogs out? I think I think being a child is enjoying the song for the yelling part of uh, who let the dogs out? <laughs> and being an adult is pre- appreciating the yippee That is where the song resides. That is the heart of this song. Oh, 100%. This is for the kids. I remember it was like, I mean, I think we talked about it on this show back when it happened, but I was watching a Portland Trailblazers game and they did. I think I don't remember if it was '90s trivia or Baja Men specific trivia. <laughs> I would love to stumble in on a Tuesday night trivia at a bar, and it's just like we're only doing Baja Men facts. Like the reason that they did it is because at the end of this whole little kind of commercial break activity they were doing, they were like, "And coming out this Friday, Baja Men's 19th album or whatever." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> Beg your pardon. They are a going concern. <laughs> like I'm, I'm sure it's uh, many iterations and many different people. But like, oh yeah, I think there oof. are 19 Baja men, and I only know that because there's a very intense comedian that I get served a lot of clips from, where he uses audio cues to signal punchlines. So it's just sort of him making observations, but. It'll be, uh, it'll be like bookended by a little sound clip for the Baja men jokes. It's yippee So every time he says a joke, it like the lights flash and goes yippee Uh, and then I, he's, I've seen him do one where it's the wahoo part of celebration after every joke. Which <laughs> <laughs> like this person's name? It's very silly and fun. I will find the clip and send it to you. <laughs> uh, I can't think of a good... I mean, you know, that's the one I should have been the most prepared for. It's right up top. Oh, man. I'm surprised it wasn't the first one. To be I mean, we just transitioned so nicely. Into, it worked so well <laughs> that we had to get it done. LA hip-hop, so yeah. we had to do it. Yeah. Um, You know what? I'm going to I'm going to see if there's any good versions on here before I uh, commit to it. But hmm, there's not going to be. I'm going to have to go with the original. All right. I'm going with a uh, also a, a dog question song. How much is that doggy in the window? My wow. Patty Page. You didn't find any like punk covers of that, did you? I didn't look too hard, but uh, <laughs> the first bunch of versions on here are all like kid songs. And I'm like, oh no. <laughs> this is really. This feels more like a feel feelings choice, but it's also. We really. The B side of this playlist is not going to go well. 
Woo! <laughs> yep, doggies for sale. We got it. Cool, 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 cool. How much is that doggy in the window? <laughs> I've only ever heard that song done at double speed and not even a punk song. I've just heard it more of like a. Yeah, it's got a little, <laughs> little bounce to it. This one was. Uh, is from something? I don't care to look it up. <laughs> yeah, let's not. Um, Listeners, let right. me know. Is that from a movie or is that like just some lady was like, oh, you know what? I want to know how much is that? That's a great lyric. <laughs> uh, let me look up something real quick. Dog. I don't know how I'm going to get out of that. <laughs> I mean, doggy right in the song. You can just dog to dog. Yeah. I think I might have to. It's just, it feels like the flow flow is weird oh yeah um, i mean flow is going to be a tough one to manage here um oh i know which one i'm going to do and it's going to get us right on the path to uh to where we need to be for for a feel feelings i i have a few in mind that like i'm just going to keep trying to figure out how to shoe them in there <laughs> yeah um i I got it. The song I am choosing is a deep cut from I when I I kid you not one of my favorite albums of all time. I can I can say that this album changed the trajectory of my musical life. I cannot wait. Uh, we're gonna play the song "Brand New Orange" by the band Limbeck off of the album "Hi Everything's Great," and yeah. you'll know why as soon as you start the song. That's why. This that helps me problem. out so much. You have no idea. <laughs> Let's just take a minute to appreciate Limbeck. Limbeck is so fucking good. I love this band. I could listen to that all day. Yeah, this album is goes right into Albatross and Ivy, which is like that might be my favorite of all of them. Is the best. I don't know. Like there are certain things when you learn how to record instruments and stuff that you're just concerned and confused and in awe of how they did things. Um, And I do not know how they took the lyric. It was the loudest quiet, uh, the loudest quiet thing in the entire state, and are able to make both panned guitars be both the loudest and quietest things in the mix. Yeah. Like they just took the lyric and went, "Yep, this is it. This is what I want. Uh, it's perfect." That I think also in Brand New Orange, uh, there's the 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 song drops out, and the entire thing is just sounds like it's recorded in a bathroom, and it's perfect. This album. Is if you take anything away from this stupid fucking idea of dog songs from us this week, 
Do your, if just listen to the, if nothing else go listen to this record um it's going to be rainy on monday so if you're listening on monday it's perfect overcast day for this record tuesday's supposed to be nicer in the in the northeast of america um, yeah, if you're listening right away good you're, you're killing it <laughs> you if you have. missed it there'll be more days uh because this is i think a quintessential october record it's the perfect chilly oh rainy, yeah we are Cold. we are in limbeck season this is limbeck season baby all right dan what do you got other dogs other dogs wise i mean i i don't think i have to really connect the two but if you wanted to connect them they both shared a merch company for an incredibly long period of time and i'm not entirely sure that they don't still currently because i don't i don't know but i'm going from limbeck to my favorite song off of dog problems by the format I'm playing if work permits. There you go. I like it. So in the pose across your own, carry cheap perfume onto your dresser. I don't know that we can play this one long enough to get to the, the part where it just like ramps up, but mm. To to close an album on that basically is just such a like a pitch perfect ending for an album that I just loved immediately. Hundred percent. It's such it's such a good record. Like I, I live in a Jack Antonoff household, so yeah. um, it's sometimes tough to find our way back to the format, but it is so good and warm and inviting every time. Speaking of dogs. Okay. Just hanging out on the guest bed down here with me. Alright. I gotta cut it there, unfortunately, but the end of that song just like rocks it out so mm-hmm. hard. And like they're so a multi instrumental band and they have everything. Everything comes into play at the end of the song. And it is so cool. I love it so much. It's 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 a great album. It's what I think it's an album that goes underappreciated a lot of the time. And then maybe one day, if there's ever some sort of fucking weird indie twee revival, we may get people to appreciate the the beauty of desert pop and the format. Um, all right. I have a question for you. Okay. Damn. Um, this next choice that I'm going to pull is a cover. The question is, what kind of cover are we going to do? Um, so the best way I think to describe this is we're, we're just going dog. We're doing dog. Okay. Um, do you want sort of British new, like new British indie revival? Do you want, um, hold on. I got to get to it. Do you want sort of country alternative dusty? Or do you want uh, fun um, indie rock lo-fi? And lo-fi is a, is a loose term because they're not super lo-fi, but. Um, let's go dusty. Dusty? Yeah, I think uh, I'm leaning dusty. I want you to play uh, I Want to Be Your Dog. By Uncle Tupelo. Okay, yeah. Then I'll keep my other two for when I need them. 
I know this one. <laughs> Great one. Uncle Tupelo's I, I chose right. I know the original <laughs> and I know this one. <laughs> If we ever got like a battle jacket for Iggy, we were gonna put I Wanna Be Your Dog on the back of it. Oh, I love that. That's such a good idea. Great. Is Uncle Tupelo, did they just stop when Wilco started or was there like a carryover after Wilco where they were like rival bands? I think they've been a thing again in the time since. Okay. But I think there was like a... This is a brand new weren't. Taking Back Sunday thing. <laughs> yeah, I think they, they stopped when the other one kind of became a bigger concern. Because mm -hmm. I, I remember at some point there was like a big deal that they were doing something again, but I didn't pay enough attention to know all the details. Fair. But that does lead me into, um, because I Want to Be Your Dog was also covered by John McRae on the Cruella soundtrack. No kidding. And uh, yeah, go figure, right? The dog movie had the dog song. I like that. So my, my connection here is it's also in Cruella. It doesn't have any shit to do with dogs at all in the song itself, but it's on the Cruella soundtrack and it's a fucking great song. It is Fire by the Ohio Players. All right. And we'll, we'll play this one into break. Hey, this is Dave from the Rank Bank. And this is Dan from the Rank Bank. Be sure to check out our show. What's it called again? The Rank Bank? The ra oh, yeah. Hey, I just said that. <laughs> we originally started this when uh, the sports world got two new team names, and we said, hey, let's make a four-part series where we rank sports team names for all four sports. Yeah, we then went on to rank 15 new things, and now we're on to season two. <laughs> I mean... We just love ranking stuff. I, so, I really do. I, I, I research heavily into every single one of our topics. I know. So you could hit us up on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. Both of those are the underscore rank underscore bank. Give us some suggestions. Maybe we'll rank them for you unless they're stupid. Yeah. And then we'll rank them for you anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so check out the rank bank. Wasted Robot Network every Monday. Hey everybody, Danny here with plugs. Just George and I this week, but we do have a very fun plug for both of us. We will be on Ghosted 
at City Winery on October 7th. You can get tickets on the City Winery website. The tickets are starting to go pretty well at this point, so if you are interested in coming to that show, make sure you get your tickets as soon as possible so you don't miss out. As for the show, we are at Feel Feelings Pod on all the places. That's it for the week. Back to the show. We are back from break. That was Fire by the Ohio Players. Welcome. It's so good to be here. Yeah, the I... Ohio Players love roller coaster, you know? You can you can do, put some dogs on a, an amusement park ride. You can connect it that way. <laughs> if you want. Uh, see, I liked... I love that tune. And it was just in front of me. So I was like, oh, I have to try to connect it. Because sonically, they sound similar. Um, but what I'm going to do is we're going to backtrack to find a we're going to backtrack to find a connection, get us to the dog world and then bring us forward to keep it sonically moving correctly. So got it. Uh, and you'll like this because I know it's one of your favorite songs. As long as it's good, I'll let it's, the stretch happen. <laughs> it's good uh, because but you'll also you'll also love it. So this artist famously performed How Much Is That Dog in a Window? A little bit more of a bop. Uh, style uh, a little quicker um so what we're gonna do is to get back for so he sang the song and he sounds a little bit like this uh please play burning down the house by tom jones and the cardigans and it has nothing to do with dogs it's just a really good song <laughs> yeah i i love everybody involved in this I was embarrassed. We were talking about um, Robin. We were doing uh, Dancing on My Own as our song of the episode. And we were trying to come up with, like, who are the other, like, major Swedish acts, like, selling-wise. Like, and I, I blanked on the cardigans. I was so embarrassed. I'm sure you said ABBA, and then you talked about Mamma Mia for 45 yeah, minutes. I got ABBA right away, and then I was like, well, yeah, I got the one. And then I was like, no, Ace of Base, right, right, right. Yep. And we were talking about Robin, I know that one, cool, cool, cool. And I'm like, In Flames. Cardigans. Somehow I got In Flames before the Cardigans. Uh, the Hives. Yes, I learned that one on the show. I didn't, I didn't yeah. know they were Swedish. They're Swedish. Yeah, when Tom Jones goes for it, it is so cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And honestly, it's it's so interesting to hear that much energy and and fervor. Yeah. Coming from a guy from Wales. <laughs> it feels like almost like this is how he talks. <laughs> Mr. Like, Jones, it's a pleasure to meet you. Thank you. Yeah, he has a great singing voice, and I love it. But it just—it feels like he's not trying that hard for it. <laughs> it's just, yeah. This is just what comes out when he opens his mouth. <laughs> I—I I guess it's enough of a connection. I have a, a very vivid memory of seeing 
this band play a Tom Jones cover, and they were touring on their first record. Their, that's that's their, bold. Their second one had maybe just come out or was about to come out, so they had a couple songs to play that were kind of their songs, but people didn't know them yet. And they only had one album to tour on, and they were a headlining band. They were playing the track. It was Flogging Molly. <laughs> and to... I don't remember if they closed the set with it, but it was a sing-along, basically. At the end of the set, they just kind of led everybody through uh, Delilah. And they just really extended the YYY Delilah and just kind of let it let it go for a really long time. And it was like a full on frenzy when the show ended. That's why I think it was the end, like the last song they played, people were still doing it out into the streets. So like, they were just like flooding out of the truck into Chinatown, like doing like YYY Delilah. Some people were doing soccer chants and it was just this horde of people who like, like no one told them to stop. Like the show just kind of, kept going outside it was like well all right but they have a handful of uh dog songs i'm gonna do oh, yeah. every dog has its day off of swagger okay to drown on every ocean it's another song that uh i don't know if we'll get to the ramp up part i forget how far into it it is Okay. Listen, if anything, they are the saltiest of dogs. They have a cruise. Right. They have the cruise. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that song's on this album, too, Salty Dog. Yeah. There we go. We got to it. <laughs> I was worried that every song I was going to play would just be, like, really <laughs> slow, slow crawl. sparse and empty. <laughs> uh, Floggy Molly, first record I ever bought. Really? Like, like vinyl record. Actually, it's back here. Hold on. You can tell how poorly I treated it. This is the first vinyl record I ever bought um, at a Hot Topic at the Waterford Mall in Waterford, Connecticut. It is Flogging Molly's Within a Mile from Home. Oh, yeah. Um, if the light catches it just right, you can see. I wonder if I can get that on camera. Like this, I bought it. We didn't have, we had a record player, but it was like those Crosley Victrola yeah. sort of ones before it was a big thing. Um, and my stepdad had a ton of records. That's why I, I have an entire fucking thing of them back there that I'm still sorting through. Yeah. Um, but we didn't have anywhere to put them. So like there's like an indented cup ring because someone left a cold <laughs> drink on it. Uh, but this record oh, is incredible. Yeah. Within a mile from home, Flogging Molly, it was their follow up after Drunken Lullabies, which is what I think everyone liked. Uh, yeah. Drunken Lullabies was, was the, uh, the that breakthrough. Was the yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, Devil's Dance Floor was one of the first songs I ever downloaded on any of those. I forget which one it would have been. Maybe, maybe still Master at that point because this is two thousand, maybe, maybe early two thousand one. But yeah, was, I had, I mean, I had that one. What Bear Share, Kazaa. Like I had all of them. LimeWire. <laughs> we were a big Kazaa family. Uh, oh, just look, but like this is the fun about records is that like you get to see, like it's just it's the big on the back. You can read everything. Uh, this record is uh, this is like one I'll never get rid of, um, and it's uh, it's it falls to the mercy of being a follow up record. Like they had a budget, they have Lucinda Williams singing on Factory yeah, Girls. Yeah, I love that song. Um, and then there's like certain songs where you're like, this isn't yours. This isn't your song. <laughs> uh, there's a song on this uh, called. There's two songs actually that in my brain 
like break it a little bit because you're like, no, you're just doing something else. This isn't what you're supposed to. You're not allowed to do this. And one is the light of a fading star. And the melody is just to twinkle, twinkle, little star yes. as a punk song. <laughs> um, and then tomorrow comes a day too soon is just story of my life by social distortion. It is the same song. I wonder if I knew that at the time. Well, what I did when I was a kid is like ubiquitous. Like that's just everywhere. It's, it's your perfect. I think it's like a one, three, five, four song in chord progression. Um, but it's every song uses that format. This has the same melody. And then I was like, there's no way this is an accident. And when you looked at the liner notes on this record, they thank social distortion. So it wasn't that they let him use it. It's that it's definitely uh, influence. So I was like, damn, you could just do anything. <laughs> That's very funny. Cause I mean, it does yeah. feel like the kind of thing where like they, they knew they were doing it. Like it, I'm it's like to the point where it seems like it serves a purpose. Like they're not just taking it to take it. They're like, they're taking it because they want to evoke that. Yeah. Oh, it's very interesting reading the liner notes of like bands they're thanking. Oh, who else do you got? Any, Kevin Lyman and the Dog Connections. Tour. <laughs> uh, I mean, Wolf Tour is probably it? Is gives it you a few. Yeah, you got yeah. next. All right, so if we're doing that and we're doing uh, that was Flag our eleventh, so we have two more each. Okay. Um, there's a couple bands. I just saw Anti Flag, so we're not going to talk about it anymore. Um, what can we go from Flogging Molly? Uh, I mean, there's so many, and I love Flogging Molly. But you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to ruin everyone's nice time. That's what I'm going <laughs> to do. Thanks. You're welcome. Uh, there is a song, because I any songs about animals make me cry. Uh, case in point, The Weaker Than's uh, Vertut Trilogy yes. and or Saga, if you want to get... Check out old playlists. I think every one of those was featured at some point. <laughs> They're so good. Uh, but that's about a cat. It's not a dog. Um, cat, but th- cat, dog's mortal enemy. Put it on there. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but there is a song that has been like making its rounds and be- being a dog owner, uh, it's tough to listen to. The song is called Sam by Sturgill Simpson. Well, a good dog on the ground's worth three in the saddle, no matter where you're from. Been many good dog was a friend to a man, but Sam was the greatest one. He was a hound of hounds. He was the wonder of all walkers. He loved howling at the moon. He loved treeing that raccoon. Most of all, he was my best friend, and he's gone too soon. And your day is fucking ruined. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Put Sam on the scent and he never let up Spend his nights on the porch chewing on a bare bone Now he's underground and I'm all alone Well, a good dog Alright, we're done with that (laughs) (laughs) There's no way it ends better (laughs) You can hear him getting into it I'm like, no, 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 no (laughs) Another time Go get Birdie and hold her (laughs) But uh, in the meantime that, That dog song connects me immediately to uh, one of the saddest dog movies from my youth that 
I happen to name a previous dog after the dog from this movie. It is Fox and the Hound. I'm going Ooh. with Best of Friends. Fuck you. <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> Pearl Bailey. This is one we could have really used to let the dogs out after this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who let the dogs out? It's a problem. Put it back. Let the fox live. <laughs> Having so much fun together. You're not even aware, you're such a funny pair. You're the best of friends. Life's a happy game. You could clown around forever. Yes, my previous dog was named Copper. And it was mostly because I was living up in Boston and my parents were sending me pictures of like the dogs they were thinking about getting. And they sent me the picture of Copper, and the picture just had such a, like, like, I'm a hound dog face. But I was like, that's, that's, that's Copper. Dog. We're getting that one. That's the one. We're getting that one. <laughs> um, oh, that's good. See, I've had a lot of dogs in my life. We were always dog people. Yeah. Um, and uh, we just named them stupid shit. We always had dumb names for our dogs. We had a lot of Disney, but it was never on purpose. Like Copper was the only one that we named like specifically after a Disney thing. But we had mm -hmm. Pluto, we had uh Mickey. I think that was it. I think I think that's the only one that connects to Disney. So when I before I was born, my mom got a dog in college, and that was like the first dog that we had around the house. Uh and that dog's name was Dallas. Named after the sitcom, I believe. Sitcom, uh, whatever it is, <laughs> situational comedy, Dallas. Uh, <laughs> so funny. Then there, was, then there was Toby Joe Puppy, who was that's, named after. Come on, that's yeah, good. yeah, no, it was, and we called him Toby, and he was named after the dog in The Great Mouse Detective because my sister really wanted, uh, she was like watching it when they brought the dog home. Nice. Uh, then there was, D uh, what's his name? Fuck, Dino. Cause it was like a little miniature pincher and it barked like Dino from the Flintstones. Uh, <laughs> and jumped through windows or whatever. No, that yeah. was a tiger. Never mind. <laughs> There's Dino. Then there was uh, Trixie, Piper, Digby. Digby was named after because my mom went up to like a breeder in Nova Scotia and it was the town of Digby off of the Bay of Fundy. <laughs> uh, so it was either Fundy or Digby. Uh, and then there's Gidget. Yeah, I feel and like there's there a lot of Gidgets in the world. Yeah, there's a Huck. The Gidget's still alive. Gidget's 23 years old. Hell yeah, Gidget. <laughs> Gidget, God forgot. Um, <laughs> God's like, I don't then, want him. <laughs> yeah, and then there are all the dogs they have now, which is Huck. Um, short for Huckleberry. Huckleberry Hound? I, that's what I thought. Does it sing Clementine? <laughs> <laughs> My darling. Uh, what is it? So there's Huck, there's Dixie. You can see, like, you can see the turnaround when they moved to the south because now they have a hot dogs called Huck <laughs> and Dixie. Uh, and then my sister has Delbert, Iggy. I don't think I'm forgetting any. I probably am, though. There's a lot of dogs over the years. They all had silly, cute names, all ankle biter, cute dog names. Um, anyway, best of friends. They all were. I love them all very much. Uh, but we gotta, we gotta make. I have a song that I want to play at the end if we don't get to it. So I, 
I would well, like to end it. Then this this will be your last song. Uh huh. But I still get one more, and if you want okay. to throw it in just as like a here's the end, we can do yep. that. I think that's fair. Um, what I will do because my last song is not going to connect anything. I, okay, it's a connection I wanted to make and it didn't come up, so I'm just doing it anyway. Fair. Uh, just to get <laughs> back to dogs and get us back on track, let's do uh, Jackie has black eye by Doctor Dog, famous Philadelphia band. This gets a set of our sad dog slump. A praise chorus always gets a set of a out of a back slump. Yeah. They did not come up on my uh, my kind of pre-list. I, I came up with Pitbull. I came up with Snoop Dogg. <laughs> I, I, I had a handful. You know, I had like like Dog Days was on there. And I had Dog Problems on there. Like these are all things that I kind of prepared for. And yeah. you know, Barnes and the Machine doesn't come up. They don't come up. That's fine. Yeah. I don't need them. <laughs> but like, I should have thought of this one. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. I like them a lot. <laughs> They're very good. great band <laughs> so a really good band the the one that that i'm gonna follow that with we're getting back into the uh the hip-hop territory um okay i thought i was gonna have a chance to put it there if we had stayed just a little bit longer in that place but since we didn't i don't really get to connect it other than it's just a real fun dog story but 50 cent hell yeah 50 cent named his dog oprah because he hates oprah (laughs) (laughs) and i thought i thought you know i can get to 50 cent and then i could tell that story because it's like a 10 year old story at this point i thought i could get there but I didn't want to get through this episode and not remind people or tell people about the time that 50 Cent named his dog Oprah because he hates <laughs> Oprah. But he also, it was in, I think it was, uh, he was on The View maybe, but he also named his cat Gail King. So he just, he just hates both of them. <laughs> it was, I remember seeing it. It was just so funny to me. Like, <laughs> Like, okay, fine. I get not liking Oprah. There's plenty of reasons. It's totally fine. And I'm sure as celebrities, you cross paths and things don't go great when you're just two different kinds of rich people. Yeah. But like, (laughs) to name your dog after a human being that you hate is so weird. (laughs) It is such a choice. (laughs) But I'm playing Patiently Waiting because this song is so good. Cool. Damn. You know you're my favorite white boy, right? 
I've been patiently waiting for a track to explode on. You get stunned if you won't, and your ass will get rolled on. This is the song after kind of they, they get to the end of the movie and get Richard Die Trying, where everything's like going good at the, like the very end of the movie. And it's like now he's the 50 Cent you've heard of who would star in a movie like this. This is the song he performs like live on stage to like the sold out concert. And I'm like, you know what? This movie might not have been worth it, but this is really good. <laughs> this is one long music video for patiently waiting. Uh, I've been patiently waiting for this song to start. Uh, I feel like this is also a scene, like it must have been used when attempting to put guns on a car in Fast and the Furious. Like that is oh, sure. <laughs> walking into Sparks flying garage while adding uh, heat seeking missiles yeah. to a Miata. Things are randomly going in slow motion. Not like, not like start to finish slow motion. Just like here's five steps in slow motion. Then they go yeah. regular. And then here's like seven steps in slow motion. <laughs> Well, that is the dog playlist. I have a question for you again, Dan. Uh, do we want to end this on a high note or a stereotypical note? Because we could very easily go. The dog days are over no. uh, now that the playlist is there. Hmm. So I don't think we should do that. I think we should end it on a high note as well. And this so, is gonna uh, this is gonna play us out. So uh, this is gonna play us out. Thank you guys so much for listening. This has been a lot of fun. Bye everybody. Um, Thanks for listening. Enjoy it. Uh, please enjoy Eye to Eye from the Goofy Movie soundtrack. <laughs> Because they're dogs. They're dogs. <laughs> I get it. Totally fine. Eye to eye by Tevin Campbell. <laughs> also, the first song we played on a playlist. Um, Is with, it really? Uh, with Matt Schmidt when we were making like episodic oh, wow. playlists. That was the first song we played. Way back then. is a Wasted Robot production. Editing done by Dan Getz. Music by George Bruderman. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at FeelFeelingsPod and even leave us a voice message at anchor.fm backslash feelfeelings. If you're ever feeling any heavy emotions and feel like there's nowhere to turn to, please don't hesitate to reach out to us or to any of the resources in the show notes. Thanks for listening. This has been a presentation from the Wasted Robot Network. For more information, and links to other shows please visit www.wastedrobotrecords.com slash podcasts. We're such a professional show!